Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
darkest times on a pitch black night He rode a horse of the purest white He knocked on the door, kind of prisoner free In his hand, a bag of money What shall I do when the money runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky What shall I do when the gold runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky And I call the man you don't They surrounded me These three words they set me free When you got no strength and you cry and please Lost in the forest can't find the trees Here's what you do when the money runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky Here's what you do when the gold runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky And they call the man Inside. 
מחדש ראיתי עם אור של גאולם וכל הדמעות מכל הדורות הפכו לשמחה גדולה עולם חדש ראיתי בלי מלחמות אדם וכל האויבים נהיו אוהבים חיילים השבים לביתם מתי זה יהיה? מתי זה יבוא? הלוואי בקרוב, די לצרות, תן עוד כוח לבכות. מתי נתעורר לעולם המושלם? מתי? זה יגיע בסוף, עמל בקרוב, אחר כלום בכל יום שיבוא. ואז יהיה העולם המושלם, מתי?
another toss and turn Been working hard to not fall apart But now I feel I'm burning down Trying to figure all this out Headed to my car, running from the stars Trying to be in control Hit the docks, put the car in park Headed into the cold I can feel the chill deep in my bones In my soul
J.M. in the A.M. Simcha Liner with the song entitled Shalom here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, before that, you heard the uh, Accept, brand new from Aryeh Kunstler. Guess what? 
Arya Kunstler is our special musical guest star today, 12 noon at Central Perk Cafe, um, Five Towns, New York. Make sure to join us, everybody, either by uh, app, by computer, by listen line. Uh, Facebook Live, I'm assuming that segment will be on Facebook Live. I've got to check that. And certainly by coming down live to Central Perk Cafe, we'll be there. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem between 11 and 1 o'clock doing our live lunch today. And, um, and we'll, yeah, we'll be there for those two hours. And uh, you have a chance to win an amazing prize. We'll talk about the raffle and plenty of other things coming up later on. Uh, but just make sure to do your darndest, as we say, uh, to come on down and say hi as we celebrate the reopening. First time we're on the road since February. First time we're out of the studio since March. And the Central Perk Cafe right in front, social distancing, masks when necessary. Um, what else do we need to do? Outdoors, right? Anyway, all that stuff coming up. It's Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM and the AM. You heard Yaakov Shweki with Perfect World and One Heart. Alakad the Mayor was eighth day. Maishi Tischler, brand new with Modaani and Regesh. Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. 6.30 in the morning, 74 degrees, 68% humidity. Winds are south at 11 miles per hour. Today, sun and clouds and a high temperature of 86. Then tonight, uh, cloudy skies, a low of 74. Tomorrow morning, thunderstorms, a high temperature of 88 degrees. 80 right now in Yushalayim, 74 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Uh, so you know the schedule for today. Today, it's uh, it's rather simple. Pretty easy. Uh, jam in the AM until 9 o'clock. Great programming until 11. And then our live lunch, literally live, from uh, Central Perk Cafe in Cedarhurst. Um, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time until 1 o'clock. There are a couple of things I need you to know about today's show. Um... Let me see, where is it? Here we go. A couple of things you need to know about today's show. First of all, 11 until 1 with live music by Aryeh Kunstler. And then uh, tomorrow in front of Sammy's on Queen Anne Road in Teaneck with live music by Johnny Schlagbaum and Morty Weinstein. <clears throat> the entire uh, uh, on, on the road segment today and tomorrow brought to you by our friends at Kedem. And there is a special raffle for a gift card for Tierra Sur VIP wine tasting and dinner for five at the Herzog Winery in California. So once travel becomes regular again and you're able to get out there in California, you'll be holding a gift card for dinner for five at the incredible restaurant at the Herzog Winery. How do you enter the raffle? We'll tell you at 11 a.m. today. Make sure to be tuned in. All right. That takes care of that. Don't forget, we're trying very hard to help people get jobs, either by matching them up with uh, appropriate employers or by um, sending the appropriate resumes to uh, Willie Hochman and his staff at the Joel Paul Group. After all, they are uh, essentially handling all of the uh, resumes that are perfect for the Jewish not-for-profit executive positions. Send your resume in if you're looking for a job or know somebody who is. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. We will do our best. That I could tell you. Well, today's the first of Tammuz. It's Rosh Chodesh, the second day of Rosh Chodesh, which means the art side of the Lubavitcher Rebbe is tomorrow night. And this is Yaakov Shweki's Chabad medley on a Tuesday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM. So, 
Hashem lemelech, melech al kol ha-oretz. Lehoyom Hashem lemelech, al kol ha-oretz. Lehoyom Hashem lemelech, melech al kol ha-oretz. Lehoyom Hashem lemelech, al kol ha-oretz.
Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com and the NahumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Galates on the background to our news from Israel coming up, and plenty of info about the uh, entire day today. Lots going on. Pay careful attention, everybody. It's all coming up here at JMDM. Galates Al, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday's next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galitzar miYerushalayim Asha Shtaim Shalom Rav Kan Rani Avnei Ima Shikorei Achshav. Leor Aliyah Nosefet Bintunei Atachluah. Rosh Hamemshalan Netanyahu Hodiya Ki Od Ayom Yachriza Lezorim Mugbalim Ba'im Kaim Atachluah Gvoha. Mochen Sukam Ki Im Ketzef Ad Bakai Mashech Tukdam Avat Ha'im Tzayim Adigitalim Liyishur Hamemshalan Ba'im Imakrovim. Katavenu Meir Marzianu Mosif Ki Yoshev Rosh Ha'Isadrut Arifuit Ha'Professor Tzion Chagai. פנה מוקדם יותר לראש הממשלה בבקשה להחזיר את האיכון הטלפוני. שר המדע איזהר שי טען אצל יעל דן, אם לא תהיה ברירה, נאלץ להחזיר את האיכון. אני התנגדתי לשימוש בעת הזו. זו לא התנגדות עקרונית עד הסוף, כי אם חנילה המספרים ימשיכו להאמיר והאופציה האזרחית לא תהיה מוכנה בשבועות הקרובים, לא תהיה לנו ברירה. עדיף להציל חיי אדם. ועדת הכספים אישרה בתום דיון סוער את בקשת ראש הממשלה נתניהו להחזרי מס במסגרת מילוי תפקידו מאז החל לכהן כראש ממשלה. שמונה בעד, חמישה נגד, אחד נמנע. הסעיף אושר כהצעת הוועדה כפי שהוקרא על ידי היועץ המשפטי של הוועדה. כתב בתחום הפוליטי יניר קוזין מציין שחברי כחול לבן לא השתתפו בהצבעה. בשעה זו דנה הוועדה בבקשה למתן הטבות לראש הממשלה ולראש הממשלה החליפי. אמיר אבו לבן הורשע בדריסתו למוות של הילד איתי מרגי, בן שמונה ביום כיפור. כתב את תחום המשפט ליאס פילקין. במסגרת הסדר הטיעון, אבו לבן, בן 21, הורשע בעבירת המתה בקלות דעת ובסחר בסמים. עבירת שיבוש מהלכי המשפט נמחקה מכתב האישום. ביום כיפור האחרון נסע אבו לבן במהירות מופרזת בתל אביב, ופגע במרגי בזמן שנסע על אופניו. אין הסכמה בין הצדדים על העונש, ובית המשפט יידרש לכך בהמשך. שר התרבות והספורט חילי טרופר צפוי להתנגד להרחבת שוק ההימורים על משחקי הספורט. פרסם לראשונה כתב חדשות הספורט אורן פדידה. גורמים בכירים במשרד התרבות והספורט טוענים כי טרופר התנגד להפיכת ההימורים החיים לחוקיים בדיונים שהתקיימו מול משרד האוצר. דעתו של השר טרופר הפוכה מזו של המועצה להסדר ההימורים בספורט, מינהלת הליגות, קבוצות הספורט וגורמים במשרד האוצר שטוענים כי הפיכת ההימורים לחוקיים יביאו לתוספת של יותר מ-30% בהכנסות הטוטו. שר החוץ האשכנזי נפגש לפני זמן קצר עם עמיתו מקפריסין. השניים דנו על תוכנית טראמפ וחידוש התיירות. כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג מעדכנת כי אשכנזי ביקש משר החוץ של קפריסין למתן את השיח והתגובות סביב ישראל באיחוד האירופי. תושב מזרח ירושלים כבן 40 נהרג מירי בראשו בקטטה שאירעה בכפר עזריה המזרחית לבירה. ההרוג הובא בידי חבריו ברכב לתחנת המשטרה במעלה אדומים. כתבנו ביהודה ושומרון שחר גליק מוסר כי כוחות מד"א קבעו את מותו ופינו שלושה פצועים נוספים במצב קל לבית החולים עד הסער הצופים. מזג האוויר למחר, ירידה בטמפרטורות, בעיקר בערים ובפנים הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Slingshot made all go lie a die. People came from miles around 
just to shake his hand. You see, it's not the size of the man in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the man. I said, Amen, oh hallelujah, the prophets all say it's true. You can do anything on earth under heaven that you set your mind to do. I said, Amen, oh hallelujah, with heaven as your helping hand. You see, it's not the size of the man in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the man. Jericho was mighty strong with the walls up to the sky. Joshua was up against ten to one. He did not bat an eye. He blew the ram's horn seven times and circled around the town. And the people of Jericho hit the road as the walls come and tumbling down. I said, In the AM, Fighting the Man is uh, Garrison Verobo off the Yes Legacy album. Tuesday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning at JM the AM. It's seven minutes after the hour. Hello, hello, and thanks for joining us. Support our great work here at the Nahum Siegel Network by going to uh, fjbunity.org. If you haven't yet supported the 2020 fundraiser, please do so. We need your help. Believe you me, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And we thank you. Don't forget, later today, we're going to be on the road. Later today, on the road. Finally, we're back on the road. 
Today at 11 a.m., live lunch in front of Central Perk Cafe on Cedarhurst Avenue in Cedarhurst at 12 noon. Live music by Arye Kunstler. Woohoo! Tomorrow in front of Sammy's, Queen Anne Road in Teaneck with live music from Johnny Schlagbaum and Morty Weinstein. It's all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. There'll be a special raffle, a gift card for Tierra Sur VIP wine tasting and dinner for five at the Herzog Winery in California. That'll be a two-day raffle, which means... We'll collect raffles today and tomorrow and draw a winner at the end of tomorrow's show. Very much looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I haven't even been out there to that restaurant at the Herzog Winery yet. But some of our listeners are going to be, which is really cool. Um, So that's happening today and tomorrow as we're back on the road Tuesday and Wednesday, 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. for the live lunch. Thursday, we'll have parts of those live lunches on as well for the Thursday live lunch, all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And we are very, very much looking forward to it. That's an understatement. Good to be back on the road. We haven't been out of the studio since March. We have not been on the road since February. So we are very much looking forward to it. That's for sure. Uh, tonight is the Young Israel of East Brunswick concert. It's going to be uh, Eitan Katz and Shalom Lemmer. I will be the uh, live MC beginning at about 7 p.m. Go to yieb.org, yieb.org for the Young Israel of East Brunswick concert for tonight. That should be a lot of fun as well. Hey, our friends at Art Scroll are offering everything at 25% off right now in the month of June. Art Scroll, everything 25% off, whether you go to the stores or whether you go to the uh, website, artscroll.com. It's all 25% off. And this portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best. And now, drum roll please, A&H is available at Trader Joe's Nationwide. And ever since we announced this yesterday, boy, oh, boy. A lot of people have picked up on this story. A&H, now available nationwide at Trader Joe's. Enjoy, 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 no matter where in this country you are. <laughs> now there's some really delicious uh, deli and hot dogs to enjoy, that's for sure. Alan Fagan, Executive Vice President, Orthodox Union, is going to join us. His term's coming to an end. We get to speak to him coming up about a half hour from now here at JM in the AM. Also, Yossi Zablocki with a very interesting Catskills announcement. A very interesting Catskills announcement. We'll speak with him coming up at JM in the 8 o'clock hour today. Yeah, very interesting. We'll see what happens. By the way, from the NSN app we learned, don't forget you can go to the NSN app. Go to the NSN app for uh, I, uh, for for Android and iPhone and comment away. Uh, listener Sarah says, Mazel Tov to Hannah Kayla and Maishi Kalish on becoming parents of a brand new baby boy. Please play any song from Yiddish and Nachas. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do something off the Yiddish Nachas album. If you want to comment on the app, go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away and support us, please. Continue to support our spring fundraiser, which essentially is going to come to a close on Shavas Batamus. So please, if you haven't yet given a donation, please do so. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. I don't know if that's the... uh, I don't know if that's the song he's going to be doing uh, today. I have no idea. Maybe he'll do more than one song. I don't know. R.A. Kunstler is our special musical guest today. When we hit the, uh, the five towns, 
yeah, we're hitting the five towns, and I hope you'll be around to to see us hit it. <laughs> we're we're in the for the first time since March. We're out of the studio for the first time since February. We're actually on the road. Uh, we'll be at uh, Central Perk Cafe today, eleven until one for a live lunch on Cedarhurst Avenue, in celebration of the reopening of New York. Yeah, we're actually celebrating the reopening of New York. How do you like that? Um, so feel free to stop by. I certainly hope you will. Uh, we will be there. Um, let's see. We'll be there 11 until 1. Arye Kunstler is scheduled for a live music performance. That's pretty cool, huh? A live music performance at 12 noon today. So uh, just get set. Get set for an amazing day out there in Cedarhurst. And again, I hope uh, people will come by and say hi. Our friends at Kedem are not only presenting the show from Cedarhurst today and tomorrow at 11 a.m. from Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey, but in addition to that, they're providing an amazing raffle prize. Make sure to be tuned in at 11 o'clock so you'll find out how to be part of that raffle. They are providing an amazing raffle prize, which we'll draw tomorrow at 1 p.m., a gift card for Tierra Sur VIP wine tasting and dinner for five at the Herzog Winery in California. Pretty cool, huh? I would say so. So get ready. We're back on the road, presented by Kedem, 11 o'clock today at the Central Perk Cafe on Cedarhurst Avenue, tomorrow in front of Sammy's on Queen Anne Road. Very much looking forward to it. Alan Fagan's going to join us about 15 minutes from now. Outgoing Executive Vice President of the Orthodox Union, it's Rosh Chodesh morning, day number two of Rosh Chodesh, and I thank you for joining us. Please keep in mind that our fundraiser, our spring 2020 fundraiser is on. And those of you who have not yet, who have not yet um, participated, we very much would love for you to participate. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, if you'd like to simply... Send in a check. It's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. That's uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Or you can go right now to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and I thank you. Uh, I want to thank listener Sima. Wishes me well on the surgery. I again want to make this very clear. Mayor Weingarten is here Thursday, Matis is here Friday, and the reason I am out is because of this elbow surgery that I am having on Thursday. No COVID, thank God, nothing else, thank God, uh, and I anticipate being back here Monday in this chair. So, again, that is the reason why you will not hear me on Thursday and Friday, and uh, I appreciate all the good wishes. Thank you for that. Tonight, the Young Israel of East Brunswick presents a free Rosh Chodesh concert to raise our spirits. I'll be part of it. Eitan Katz, of course, is part of it, and Shulam Lemmer makes a special appearance as well. That's all happening tonight. It's going to be um, on Zoom. Go to yieb.org, yieb.org for information. Uh, as the young Israel of East Brunswick not only is presenting the concert, but is inviting the entire world to participate in the Rosh Chodesh Kumzitz. So that's happening tonight, uh, again, starting at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm assuming the concert will get underway between 7 and 7.15. You'll have Eitan Katz 
I'll be greeting the crowd, and uh, Sholem Lemmer is going to be part of it as well. And uh, best regards, everybody, the young Israel of East Brunswick as we get set for that event uh, happening tonight. It'll be an amazing way to uh, enjoy a Rosh Chodesh, that's for sure. Um, Don't forget we are trying very hard in whatever way we can to help people get jobs. If you know of somebody who's unemployed or if you yourself are unemployed, especially due to the whole COVID thing, uh, if you'd like to uh, send us a resume and never know who we may know, That'll click for a good shidduch in the world of employment. You never know. Uh, also, anything that we see resume-wise that belongs in the Jewish not-for-profit executive uh, category, we will forward to Willie Hochman and his staff at the Joel Paul Group. That is their expertise. That is their area of expertise. So they're helping us with this project as well. All you got to do is uh, go to uh, go to your email and send your resume to resume at nachomsegel.com. Again, that's resume at nachomsegel.com. And we look forward to uh, to getting the resume. We look forward to, uh, hopefully, please God, being able to uh, make some recommendations uh, and possibly, literally, find you employment, which would be an incredible and amazing feeling. Um, so again, it's resume at nachomsegel.com. And those of you out there who uh, know of anybody who is in need of work, let them know about that email address. And again, anything that's in the Jewish executive uh, professional not-for-profit world, that goes to that will go to the Joel Paul Group, to Willie Hochman and his staff, who will um, you know follow up the way they always do when it comes to those executive positions. 74 degrees, 68% humidity, winds are south at 11 miles per hour. Sun and clouds today with a high of 86. Cloudy tonight, low 74. Some morning thunderstorms tomorrow, a high temperature of 88 degrees. We are hoping that the weather holds up and we're able to <laughs> not only have our outdoor dining later on at the Central Perk Cafe, but we're hoping we're able to have our outdoor broadcast <laughs> at the Central Perk Cafe. Right now, it looks like we're in decent shape weather-wise and hopefully everything will go well otherwise as well. So get ready, everybody. 11 a.m. Eastern time, our live lunch will begin, and that'll be happening at the Central Perk Cafe in Cedarhurst, and we're very much looking forward to it. Arye Kunstler is our live performer today at 12 noon Eastern time. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebedev Yosef and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. There was once an individual that had been nichshol. He stumbled into Averos Chamuros, the most severe of sins. However, the Pintaliyid, the spark of his neshama, began to ignite within him. He regretted all the things that he did, and he sincerely wanted to do tshuva on all the things that he had done in his life. He went to the great Gera Rebbe, the Lev Someach, he poured out his heart. He couldn't begin anew because the Averis, the sins that he did, are constantly in front of his eyes. The Lev Sameach was a man of few words, and he answered very concisely. Yaakov Avinu did not know where his son was for 22 years. 
Finally, he was reunited with Yosef. Nowhere do we find that Yaakov Avinu asked, what happened? How did you end up in Mitzrayim? How did you end up in your position? What went on with your brothers? He did not ask a word. From here we see that we don't speak about the past. We are not machshiv the avar, what has gone on in past history. Everything is as though it does not exist. At the minute that a person declares that they want to return to Hashem and be davik in their shorish, in their root, they don't need to talk about the past at all. What is the benefit of thinking about it? It is only the advice of the Yetzirahara, who wants the person always to remember what he did so that he should be miyayish, give up hope, and not return to Hashem with his whole heart. The Rambam says, The person that wants to return should not imagine that he's so far away from the level of the righteous because of the sins, the transgressions that he committed. This is not so. He is beloved and precious. Before Hashem. As though he has never sinned in his life. And not only this, but his reward will be great. An individual should always remember, as far as he thinks that he is from Hashem, he is as close as even a tzaddik. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. i
Kai, done by our friends up in uh, Waterbury here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning on this Rosh Chodesh morning, day two of Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. Pleasure to have you with us. Don't forget we're in the five towns today. We have not been outside the studio since March. We haven't been on the road since February. Today that changes as Ked then presents our uh, back on the road celebration, <laughs> celebrating the reopening of New York to whatever degree it's reopened at this point. I uh, will be in Cedarhurst today starting at 11 a.m. in front of Central Perk Cafe on Cedarhurst Avenue with live music by R.E.A. Kunstler. Tomorrow we're at Sammy's, or I should say in front of Sammy's, Queen Anne Road, Teaneck, New Jersey. 
long as the weather holds up, we'll be out there both days between 11 and 1. I mean, Tuesday, today in Cedarhurst, tomorrow at Sammy's and Teaneck. Uh, it's all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Don't forget, there's a special raffle, a gift card. We'll be drawing this tomorrow at 1 o'clock, a gift card for Tierra Sur VIP wine tasting and dinner for five at the Herzog Winery in California. That's pretty cool. Make sure to be tuned in at 11 a.m. this morning Eastern time so you could be informed how to enter that raffle. And that's just one of the uh, one of the benefits of tuning in today and every day to the Nahum Siegel Network. Simple as that. Uh, we always planned on doing this conversation live in person and face-to-face. Uh, that didn't work out because we're in this challenging COVID time. And uh, it is this challenging COVID time that Alan Fagan will remember as the final months <laughs> as the executive vice president of the Orthodox Union. He took over the position and, uh, to say the least, made the most of it uh, just over six years ago in the springtime of 2014. Uh, he is now uh, moving on, and we get to speak with him about what these last six years have been like at the Orthodox Union. Alan Fagan, although it's via telephone and not in person, I still say welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nochum. Uh, good uh, good to be back, and I'm delighted uh, to hear that uh, you're going to start to get out of the studio yes. now. That's great news. I hope I can get used to it quickly. It might be, it might be a tough adjustment to actually see sunshine during the day and interact with people. <laughs> <laughs> what a thought. Exactly. Who would have thunk it, right? Well, that's great. Another uh, step forward. I, I got to start with the following, um, uh, because you're in our forum here. Uh, and then we'll get to all the questions I have about the last six years and the future of the OU. Um, we have had, uh, over the years, we've had dreams, we've had goals, we've had projects uh, that we believe are difference makers in the Jewish world, especially when it comes to community. Uh, and we've had a very active, as you know, a very active Jewish unity initiative for many, many years led by the great Simon Jacob. Uh, even he would agree that when it came to certain projects, if the OU was not there, they never would have gotten off the ground. And of course, we, when we say that, are thinking immediately of Atlanta and the, and the tremendous show of unity and bringing people together from so many communities in the southeast. We think of Houston, of course, after the floods, just letting people know that somebody in some other area of the country actually cares about them and is thinking about them. And we would not have been able to physically have been in these places uh, without uh, you and your enthusiastic support at the OU. So I will start with a big thank you for everything that you've helped us facilitate and do over the last six years. The the thanks, uh, Nachum, go in the other direction. Uh, you and the network have just been extraordinary in what you've done for the Jewish people, for your audience, and, and certainly for the OU. So thank you. Well, I appreciate that very, very much. And here we are. I never thought that we'd get to this point where we're looking back at six years and, and and everything that's happened over the last six years, as you move on from this position, Alan Fagan with us, Executive Vice President, Orthodox Union. Um, isn't it strange, and I, I am sure, just as an observer of life for a few decades, I am sure this is a case in so many different circumstances that that these terms, these long, uh, long, sometimes difficult, but very satisfying terms, like your six years, always have some major bump in the road or always have some major highlight that dominates a certain period of time. And what you've gone through since February or early March 
uh, with the COVID-19 situation. Uh, I, I would say your term has ended with a very challenging situation. Is that how you would put it? Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> to put it uh, to put it mildly. <laughs> right. um, you know, the piece I just did in uh, in Jewish Action, which has uh, just come out, uh, has a little bit of reflection on that precise subject because my tenure began with a crisis and has now ended in a crisis. Uh, and and so I feel like my, my tenure at the OU was bracketed uh, by crisis. You'll remember, uh, Nachum, that shortly after I began uh, at the at the OU, uh, we had the uh, the Gaza War, right? And uh, it came just as we had all of our summer programs that summer had either already departed. Or were about to depart uh, for Israel. Right. Many of our kids were already there. We had to figure out what to do with them and where to move them. Those that had not yet left, we had to figure out if we were going to send them. Uh, and uh, that sort of ten-day period, I think, was probably uh, the most uh, hectic and, and stress-provoking time that I've ever. Encountered, and just to put it in perspective, and obviously you don't want war, nor do you want uh, um, uh, pandemics. But between the two, that might even have been an easier time because travel was not completely restricted than it is now. Correct, and 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 we had enormous uh, cooperation from our our ground staff uh, in in Israel, the Israeli authorities, uh, uh, and and from parents. Right. Uh, and, and our incredible, incredible NCSY and Yachad staff uh, that were there to manage the whole process, and thank God it, it all worked out uh, just fine. This is obviously a, you know, a, a, a different and hopefully once-in-a-lifetime kind of situation, but its consequences are, are just uh, profound for, for all of us. Yeah, no question about that. You know, I, I said to myself, what are the major categories to discuss with someone like you Who's uh, overseen the uh, the OU over this period of time? And I came up with Kashrus Torah community activism and youth, and maybe Kashrus is the one that our um, audience is most familiar with, and the one that really doesn't need a long term discussion. Although we should mention that anytime something significant becomes kosher, it is big news in the Jewish world, Alan. I think you've seen that once or twice over the last six years. <laughs> um, you can't beat Oreo cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Now, with all with all the news and all the wars and all the activism, when Oreos becomes kosher or he gets a hashkacha, I should say there is that, no bigger news. I, no I'm not bigger. I'm not sure what's left, um, but uh, we we seem to uh, we seem to continue uh, that that incredible uh, incredible trend. I sort of you know, said meatless, that uh, meatless hamburgers, yeah. I suppose, uh, come pretty close. I sort of said that to myself the other day, that my kids really are not living through the generation of excitement that I had the privilege of living through, where, you know, every half a year something significant in the world of Kashrus was revealed. You know, they, they do get a couple of pieces of news here and there, but not that, you know, that, that, that anticipation and then that final, uh, you know, piece of news that finally this item has become kosher. Correct, correct. You know, I, I remember. I remember as a child that you know Pesach Pesach meant potatoes, eggs, and onions. Right. 
Uh, now look and at now, it. And now you can just walk the aisles of any gourmet grocery. Yeah. And, uh, Frozen pizza. It's, it's amazing what's happened uh, with, within the, the, so the old kosherous uh, realm. We talk about how uh, difficult it was to make Pesach this year for so many people, and I'm not minimizing that, but boy, it's a lot easier when there's frozen pizza in the freezer. <laughs> you bet. Now, a million products and ingredients. It, it's just an extraordinary, extraordinary service to the Jewish world. Totally remarkable. By the way, one of the most interesting interviews we've had during COVID was when we got a couple of the mashkichim on who travel a lot to China to discuss what the whole pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what effect it would have on the kashras industry. And it's, you know, obviously a lot of great rabbis and supervisors have made a lot of great adjustments. But, you know, I mean, you talk about this affecting everything. It affected that as well. It, it certainly affected uh, that, and I think it's a uh, it, it's a testament to the ability to pivot <clears throat> from a a face to face world to a virtual world that we've seen in every aspect of our programming. Uh, it 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 may not be ideal, uh, but it makes doable uh, so much of what it is that we didn't want to stop. No question about it. Alan Fagan's with us, outgoing executive vice president of the OU. So I mentioned the other categories, Torah, community, activism, youth. We touched on the youth aspect with the summer discussion. We touched on the community aspect with the uh, Jewish Unity Initiative uh, topic. Um, so, so what is your position about? You work with the president. You work with the board. Uh, is yours more of a nuts and bolts, day-to-day, make sure things are running well job, or is there a lot of policy and thematic thinking to your job, the direction, the overall attitude, and the overall um, a, a community um, messages that you want to get across from your desk? Uh, cer- certainly part of the job is is nuts and bolts, keeping the trains on the tracks. But I, I, I think the vast portion of my time over the last six years has really been spent uh, in in trying to engage in strategic planning for the organization and with all of our component parts so that each could expand what they were doing, create better efficiencies in what they were doing, concentrate on their mission, and and most importantly, figure out how to evolve uh, in, in terms of carrying out a mission that has to evolve. Uh, uh, with time, particularly given the kinds of audiences that we work with. Um, You know, I think about NCSY, for example. Mm -hmm. The way you interacted with a teen audience that you were trying to bring closer to their Jewish roots, closer closer to Yiddishkeit, more involved with their Jewish identity, The, the, the way you could work with an audience of Jewish teens 20 years ago is fundamentally different than it is today. Right. Indeed, the way you work with such an audience five years ago, or even five months ago, constantly evolves. The kids are different. The demographics are different. Their background is certainly different. Uh, uh, and, and therefore, the, the, the kinds of mechanisms that are necessary the kinds of approaches that are necessary to work with them have to evolve. And if an, if an organization doesn't 
adapt and change to changing times, it simply stagnates. Yeah, I have to interrupt you for a second because there are two aspects to this that I need you to analyze for us. The first is, you know, bad example, but 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 often they would say, you know, when the FBI needs to really crack a case, they they throw their you know their their largest and best manpower at it. You know, just keep throwing agents at the case, and eventually it'll be solved. It seems like with NCSY. Uh, your organization in the last six years has has done something something similar. You have taken uh, uh, some of the departments and some of the regions that really needed personnel, and you've thrown a lot of staff members in that direction. I would also add to that that a lot of great staff members have gone in that direction. If you look at the talent pool, and I think we're getting to the point now, and it used to be, uh, and maybe it still is, that, that you know there are certain organizations and institutions people say, oh, if he's a rabbi who is ordained by X, Y, or Z, you know, you know you're getting a quality rabbi. I think now anytime you see NCSY attached to a young person's resume who's in their 20s or 30s, you know you're getting a very talented young man or young woman. And I think that's sort of a development of the last half a decade. We've been um, absolutely blessed uh, in being able to both attract and retain really extraordinary talent, and, and that holds not just for NCSY, but throughout Yachad and JLIC, our synagogue services department, our birthright organization, uh, all of our new programming, our women's initiative, and the Center for Communal Research, up and down the line of our programs. Mm-hmm. We have been absolutely blessed uh, with really extraordinarily talented uh, men and women. And, 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 and I say men and women because we've made a concerted effort. Uh, and I think part of our success has been the expansion, the rapid expansion of our talent pool so that we can bring in not just incredibly talented men, but incredibly talented women into the organization who are making enormous contributions. Yeah. Speaking to my point, by the way, last week I interviewed somebody on the air, and when I saw JLIC as I was preparing for the interview, I saw JLIC in his resume. I, I knew that we were talking about a certain type of talent, and that's you know, that's amazing that someone could be labeled like that, and people you know already know that. Oh my gosh, if they were if they were a JLIC couple, we're talking about you know people who can make a big difference out there, make a big difference, and have, and 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 certainly the last several months as as college students left campus and returned uh, home for the most part, their ability to maintain literally day-to-day contact with thousands of college students no longer congregated on a particular campus but now spread across the country uh, has been truly, uh, truly uh, remarkable. Alan Fagan's with us, outgoing executive vice president of the OU. Uh, we talk about activism. Um, we saw the role that your organization has played in, I would say, two major things, obviously many, many others, but I'll point out these two examples. Number one, uh, the tuition situation. Nobody ever thought that any type of lobbying on a city, state, or federal level would get any breaks or any type of funding for the Jewish world. Obviously, you and your staff proved otherwise. In addition to that, I think that anybody who benefited or was saved by government programs that were set up to help people during COVID-19 owes your uh, um, Washington department a very big debt of gratitude because they were out there telling the Jewish community exactly what they need to do if they're a not-for-profit, if they're a regular business, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm sure you would argue that without sowing these seeds 
and without planting these uh, th- these seeds 20 years ago or maybe even more, the OU would never have had personnel at the level and connected enough to have given out this information and to do so reliably. You know, it's a, it's a, uh, it, it's a question really of two things. It, it's a question of priority and it's a question of approach. Uh, and I'm enormously proud of the huge leap forward that we've taken in our advocacy efforts, in particular our state and local advocacy efforts to bring so much in the way of resources, resources and, and government funding to schools and to yeshivas uh, in all of the states in which we operate. And, and, and we took a, a, a very, very different approach uh, than we had taken in the past. Uh, you know, in the good old days, I remember you'd go up to, uh, to Albany with a car full of people. <clears throat> you'd prowl the halls in Albany. You'd buttonhole some legislators. You'd take some photographs. You'd put them in a newsletter, and you thought you had engaged in spectacular advocacy. <laughs> and it doesn't work that way. Uh, the, the, the approach that we adopted five or six years ago as we created the TEACH Network which now operates in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, right. Florida, Maryland, California. We, we cover about 90% of yeshiva and day school students in the states in which we operated. The, the approach that we took was to say that we needed to engage in advocacy in the same way that a major corporation would engage in advocacy efforts on a matter that was critical to their own success as an entity. And that's the approach that we took. We started to hire the best lobbyists that we could find in every state in which we operated. We hired the best public relations professionals that we could find. We created consortiums of of involved schools that are now fully engaged with us, not only in helping to fund the effort, but in coming together as a unified group and making certain that our voice was going to be heard in all of the state houses uh, out there that we needed to uh, to focus on, and the results have have, have been nothing short of uh, of uh, remarkable. Yeah. We we calculated recently that over the last six years we probably have brought somewhere in the vicinity of uh, 1.1 billion dollars uh, to yeshivas and day schools in various kinds of funding, basic per capita funding, STEM funding, technology funding, security funding, busing, nursing services, whole panoply of, of, uh, of services uh, that schools were um, uh, desperately in need of and, and parents were desperately in need of. The tuition burden is crushing. And we never would have had that kind of money. I don't know. If we, I mean, one could say it's all gravy, that we never would have had any of this without the advocacy. We, we had some, but we were able to multiply uh, that number uh, enormously, and not only to multiply what was coming out of state and local government, but also to create a mechanism so that every school that we worked with, every yeshiva that we worked with, was aware of the entitlements that they had under various government programs that we helped to create, and we assisted them in doing all of the complicated paperwork that was necessary uh, in order to access those funds. And now there are any number of, of major yeshivas and day schools 
who tell us that a substantial portion of their budget uh, is now covered uh, by that aid. Now, now our job is going to be in the in the post-COVID world, where where states are reeling in terms of their own uh, uh, economic uh, difficulties. Now our job is to preserve uh, the gains that uh, that we've made, and, and that's going to be a monumental task that we're turning our attention to now. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com and the NahumSingle Network, and of course in the beloved NSN app. Alan Fagan, outgoing executive vice president of the OU, is with us as we speak about the last six years. He took over in the spring of 2014 uh, in, this, uh, in the position of executive vice president. By the way, and maybe this is one of the benefits of COVID-19, uh, if there is such a thing, because of the whole Zoom thing, the OU under your leadership spent so much time trying to help grow community programming and youth programming around the country. You've taken great pride in uh, in, in your synagogues and communities around the entire country and paid special attention over the last six years uh, to make sure that, that um, uh, rabbis and lecturers, both men and women, would be able to uh, to get out to different communities. Uh, you've you created a, a system where uh, people who are looking for youth activities and shul programming could consult with those who were in larger and more established communities uh, to get advice and to share ideas. And uh, I think maybe now with the Zoom generation, you know, in, in full swing, uh, maybe we'll see even more of that. Where we'll, we'll be able to facilitate outlying communities in certain areas of the U.S. to have top-notch guest speakers who may not be able to uh, to fly out or have the schedule to, to fly specifically for a weekend to those communities? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. All of us, I think everybody, is, is engaged in this uh, process of prognostication about what the new normal is going to look like, how right. the world is going to change uh, in light of uh, what we've learned during this epidemic. Uh, and certainly one of the things that we've learned uh, is the ability to harness the power of technology. We've had shiurim that we have sponsored with with some of the finest uh, minds, some of the greatest scholars and 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 uh, and, and rabbanim uh, anywhere in the world. And now you recognize that they don't necessarily need to be in a particular place at a particular time to spread. Uh, uh, to spread their knowledge, their wisdom, and their Torah. They can do it from anywhere, and they can do it to as broad an audience that technology permits can be on at one time uh, uh, on uh, on a presentation. And that's been a hugely important lesson for us. How much of that will remain post-COVID, I think, remains to be seen. We certainly have demonstrated the ability to do that, and we've demonstrated at the same time the enormous thirst that's out there. I was just going to ask you, how thirsty is American jury for this? They are parched. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, 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 and the question is, how much of that is going to remain? Uh, you know, at, when, when, when we were all quarantining and, and we had time on our hands, we dedicated a portion of that time to learning. Will that dedication continue? In the same, with the same zeal and the same enthusiasm? I hope the answer is yes. Time will tell. There's, there's also no question, uh, I think, that, that for, for large chunks of our demographic, uh, young people in particular, uh, I, I think there's a certain 
uh, you know, sense of, of, of tiredness of staring at a screen. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think schools are seeing that. Young people are seeing that. They just want to escape. Uh, you know, I heard a wonderful term uh, a couple of weeks ago, oiskazoomed. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that, unfortunately, I think is, is also a reality. And how this will all kind of mesh together, the, the, the pluses and the minuses, uh, the, the silver lining that we've seen uh, uh, in being able to harness technology and the possible reaction to all of that, I think we're going to see that playing out uh, over the over the next uh, period of months and beyond. Alan, what about the whole global aspect? W- weren't there a lot of eyebrows raised when you spoke about youth groups forming under your umbrella in South America and Germany and, and Israel getting stronger and stronger under your uh, supervision in terms of their youth programs, etc.? Uh, yes, and and uh, you know what we're what we're finding is that while there are uh, uh, certainly programs that operate globally, there, there's a certain a, a certain way of doing things, a, a certain way of invo- involving particularly teens uh, in activity that NCSY has mastered. It, it's a it's an approach. It's a it's a unique way of connecting. It's also a realization that the world is getting so much smaller. A lot of people wouldn't have the guts to to think they can go ahead and uh, and cover the territory that you've gone ahead and declared you can cover. Uh, but it, you you realize how small the world is at this point. The world is smaller, but but it's also a question of people. Right. And and for us it's it's it, we're, we're limited by only two things: the identification of talent, the acquisition of talent, uh, and the funds necessary to support a program. And we've been we've been blessed with extraordinary talent in Argentina, in Chile, in Israel. Now the NCSY chapters in Israel are blooming uh, because there is an enormous demand, particularly within the Anglo community um, and, and recent Olim, uh, who bring with them uh, American teens or Anglo teens who have grown up in a certain way, grown up in a certain culture, then get dropped into a culture which in many ways is difficult to break into. And NCSY becomes the avenue for them uh, to be able to navigate all of those new cultural realities. Finally, we spoke to David Cutler yesterday. How hard have all these summer decisions been? Agonizing. I can only imagine. Absolutely uh, agonizing. You know, when, when, when you try to balance the extraordinary need that's out there to provide healthy and wholesome and educationally rich programming for so many kids who aren't sure what they're going to be doing this summer. You balance that against the ability to do it safely and appropriately, and and you're walking a tightrope that's almost impossible uh, uh, to walk. So true. We we had um, before March, so even fairly early in the season, before the pandemic really gripped us uh, in in March, uh, we had seventeen hundred teens uh, signed up to be with us for the summer, and that number would have grown uh, over the next month or two as and, we got closer. To and the if you'd summer. mentioned how many of them are public school youth, people wouldn't even believe you. Half of them. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, half of them, and 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 so it it it's 
I, I think the biggest disappointment for all of us, the, the amount of time and, and emotional energy and work uh, that went into thinking about every conceivable alternative that we could think of and thinking about whether we actually had the capability uh, of, of pivoting from an Israel-based primarily travel program uh, to an American-based camping-type program. Uh, people think the summer is the summer, but those are fundamentally different kinds of programs. Uh, and, and, and the skills necessary to run them safely and efficiently aren't necessarily uh, identical. But what we will be doing is, is, is running a, a massive uh, program called Project Community in communities all across the United States that will be providing... Uh, day programming for what we anticipate will be hundreds, if not thousands, of, of teens in, in, in at least uh, 20 communities around uh, the United States and Canada. And, and I know mature people don't cry over spilled milk and we don't lament what we can't control, but nonetheless, it's hard not to lament when you think of all those public school youth who go to Israel and would have this summer and come back and really change their families, not just them, but have such a tremendous positive effect uh, Jewishly and religiously on their families, and in addition to that, there are a lot of uh, a lot of students who go with you guys with the OU. If people remember how it works through birthright to Israel, and that too is a group that's not going anywhere right now, and and that's one that helps change this generation for the positive. So I know we shouldn't lament when we can't control, but it's hard not to avoid, you know, thinking about what kind of shame it is that it's not taking place. It's it's a it's a terrible uh, terrible shame. Uh, but I do need to give an enormous shout-out to our NCSY staff yep. that has figured out how to maintain contact with all of these kids that are participating. Uh, and we're looking forward with enormous uh, optimism to uh, uh, the next summer and um, making up some of the lost ground. You never can, you, you never can fill right. that gap uh, entirely, but... That holds true in, in so many aspects of how this epidemic has affected everyone. Yeah, who knows? Maybe this delay in travel will simply encourage more and more youth to go next summer, which is always possible. Uh, Alan Fagan, outgoing executive vice president at the OU. Uh, he's been there since the spring of 2014 in this position. And I know that, you know, in terms of uh, your uh, successor, um, it, you know, things may change and, and responsibilities are, are, are divided up differently, you know, in every administration. But with all that in mind, tell us your impressions of uh, incoming executive vice president, Rabbi Moshe Hauer. He is an extraordinary man. Uh, uh, he is a person of, of uh, uh, enormous uh, vision, uh, in-depth knowledge of, of our community. Uh, uh, and, and he is a warm and very, very decent person. So you're leaving this in good hands, Alan. There's going to be a terrific management team <laughs> uh, uh, in place, and, and, and I, I salute them, and I salute the organization for uh, having as seamless a transition as I've ever seen in, in, in any uh, for-profit or not-for-profit uh, enterprise. Uh, I can't thank you enough. We'll we'll get the opportunity. I know you will be visiting us at some point in the future, and I have a feeling that uh, you know, in 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 in, in now what uh, you would call more of a lay leadership position, uh, you will still be involved both with the OU and many other causes out there. I can't imagine that you're 
literally hanging up your hat and uh, retiring from all this, Alan? Well, I I I, I think it's going to uh, it, it's going to change uh, in terms of. Uh, day to day responsibility uh, certainly and 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 hopefully give me the opportunity now to spend uh, far more time uh, with uh, with my wife with my children my grandchildren and please God shortly with a great grandchild wow but uh even with Embashatova, meanwhile with all that they'll all gonna have to understand that you still have an eye toward what's going on in the community <laughs> I don't think I'll lose that. <laughs> Not a chance. I thank you again for everything. Look forward to being touched in the future, and uh, and thank you for looking back at these six years with us this morning. Thank you, Nachum. It's a pleasure to have been with you on so many occasions. Pleasure to be with you today, and wish you continued great, great success with all of the wonderful work uh, you do with uh, with our community, and our deepest thanks and appreciation to you. Appreciate that very, very much. Continued success. And uh, and thank you for six wonderful years. Alan Fagan, Executive Vice President, outgoing Executive Vice President at the OU, the Orthodox Union, looking back at a term that started around Pesach time in 2014. Tuesday morning broadcast, Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM.
סטרי עצמך, במסתר תשובה, ומעשים טובים, להגן עלייך, להגן עלייך, מזעם הצרות, לפני נחמו עמי, נחמו עמי, יאמר אלוקיכם. 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 דברו על לב ירושלים. דברו הלב ירושלים, נחמו עמי, דברו הלב ירושלים. אמר השם, אמר השם, את מי צריך לנחם? האם לא אותי צריכים לנחם? מי שנשרף ביתו מי שנשבו בניו, את מי צריך לנחם? נחמוני, נחמוני עמי. נחמו עמי, נחמו עמי, יאמר אלוקיכם. 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 דברו הלב ירושלים, דברו הלב ירושלים, נחמו עמי, דברו הלב ירושלים. אמר אמר השם, את מי צריך לנחם? האם לא אותי צריכים לנחם? מי שנשרף ביתו, מי שנשבו בניו, את מי צריך לנחם? נחמוני, נחמוני עמי. מי שנשבו בניו, מי שנטרף צונו, האם לא אותי צריכים לנחם? נחמו, נחמו לי עמי, נחמו, נחמו לי עמי, 
J.M. and the A.M. Aaron Rozelle with a couple of uh, beautiful tunes. You heard um, Nachamu and before that Lechami. Tuesday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning at J.M. and the A.M. Guess what? We hit the road later today. Believe it or not, we hit the road later today. We're back on the road. First time in, uh, oh gosh, many months, since February. First time we're leaving the studio since March. Uh, we'll be in front of Central Perk Cafe on Cedarhurst Avenue in Cedarhurst with all the... Uh, all the um, regulations in place, social distancing, masks were necessary, will of course be outdoors. Um, all of that today in front of Central Perk Cafe with live music by Arya Kunstler coming up at 12 noon Eastern time. Tomorrow in front of Sammy's on Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, all of it brought to you by our friends at Kedem. It'll be a live lunch today from Cedarhurst, a live lunch tomorrow from Teaneck. Our Thursday live lunch will encore uh, our broadcast from this week. There'll be a special raffle that we'll draw tomorrow at 1 o'clock, a gift card for the Tierra Sur VIP wine tasting and dinner for five at the uh, Herzog Winery in California. Um, so thanks to our folks at Kedem, not only for sponsoring our on-the-road segment, but for the uh, great raffle as well. Much appreciated. So that is all happening um, uh, today. Starting at 11 a.m., we'll see you out there in Cedarhurst. Be good to actually meet some people, <laughs> to actually see people and interact with them. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best. And now it's available nationwide in Trader Joe's. Talk about major Kashra's announcements. Trader Joe's has A&H, no matter where you are in these 50 states. If there's a Trader Joe's, you'll find A&H nationwide. It's pretty amazing. Check out their website, kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net. Save 10% with promo code radio. Hey, tonight, the Young Israel of East Brunswick has their big Rosh Chodesh event. Uh, that's going to be happening tonight. Let's see here. Uh, tonight, a free Rosh Chodesh concert to raise our spirits, beginning at 7 p.m. Young Israel of East Brunswick presents... Eitan Katz and Shulam Lemmer, and you are all invited. The whole world's invited to Young Israel of East Brunswick event. YIEB.org for information. It's a Zoom event. YIEB.org for information. YIEB.org for information. That is tonight, 7 p.m. I look forward to uh, hosting that from this very chair, believe it or not. What do you think of that? Hey, I got a note from my listener, Cena. You know what that means. Uh, it means we've got a big Mazel Tov wish. A very special, very loud shout-out going out to our amazing grandchildren, Avraham Tzvi and Adasa Gifter of Arakaway, who are celebrating their first wedding anniversary today. Woohoo! Woohoo, guys. Just wow. Cena's words. Uh, your, your wedding was one for the books. Adasa, from the moment we met you at the Vart, and, th and thank you, Nahum, for stopping by. That's funny. We knew you were the perfect match for our numero uno grandson. Together, you're building a beautiful Yiddish home filled with love, simcha, and joy. May you continue to be as happy as you were on that beautiful June day last summer. May you celebrate many more happy anniversaries together in good health. And may have Estrim. 
We love you to the moon and back. Can't wait to see you as soon as it's possible. With much love from Bubby and Zadie. I know that um, uh, many people know them as Bubby and Zadie Florida. We know them as Listener Cena and Mr. Listener Cena down in the Sunshine State. Yeah, that's how we know them. What can I tell you? And Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Hey, support our uh, tw- our um, 2020 spring fundraiser. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. If you have not yet supported our spring 2020 fundraiser, please do so. Keep us going here at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. If you wish, you may just send a check. Why not? If you want to just send a check, it's a Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Simple as that. Today's Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, JM&AM, all the traditional editions for Rosh Chodesh, including Yalav Yavo, um, Half Hallel, Special Torah Reading, Musaf Baruch whatever your custom calls for on a Rosh Chodesh day. So keep that in mind, please. And um, if you are unemployed because of COVID-19 or any other reason, or if you know somebody who's unemployed, we're recommending that you get us your resume. Get us your resume. Um, A lot of times our staff knows a lot of people who we can match up, employer and employee. So send us your resume, resume at nachomsegel.com, resume at nachomsegel.com. Anything that's for the executive Jewish not-for-profit world will, of course, pass on to Willie Hochman and his staff at the, the Joel Paul Group. Uh, but we ask everybody to please send us your resume. We might be able to help get someone a job, which would be the most ultimate and incredible chesed. Resume at nachomsegel.com. More coming up Tuesday, Rosh Chodesh, JM in the AM. Cheva, ahava, ahava, pesha. 
JM and the AM. Rosh Chodesh morning with Eitan Katz, live in Jerusalem, volume number two. We hit the road later today, everybody. First time since February. First time out of the studio since March. I keep saying it that way because, um, because in March, on that Thursday before Purim, we were scheduled to do a show down in Lakewood. And the day before, on Wednesday, we decided to cancel it because of all the talk that was going on about the dangers of getting together with other people and visiting communities in general because of COVID. So we were actually scheduled to be on the road in March, and we didn't do it. So it's uh, the first time we're on the road since February, and we haven't been on the road uh, since March. Um, NSN, the Nahum Single Network, is back on the road, brought to you by our friends at Kedem. Today in front of Central Perk Cafe, outdoors, social distancing, Lysol wipes for the uh, microphones and everything else. Uh, with live music by Aryeh Kunstler, 105 Cedarhurst Avenue for the live lunch, 11 until 1. Tomorrow in front of Sammy's on Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, 11 until 1, with music by Johnny Schlagbaum and Morty Weinstein. Special raffle, a gift card for Tierra Sur VIP wine tasting and dinner for 5 at the Herzog Winery in California. We'll draw that tomorrow at 1 o'clock. We'll start with the raffles today at 11. Uh, for those of you who want to know how to enter, how to get into that raffle, make sure to be tuned in at 11 o'clock today. Simple as that. All brought to you by our friends at Kedem, and I thank them. Tonight is the Young Israel of East Brunswick concert. Get ready. It's a free Rosh Chodesh concert to raise our spirits with Eitan Katz, who you just heard, and Shulam Lemmer. I will be serving as the uh, MC to open up the show. Um, go to yieb.org for information about accessing the Young Israel of East Brunswick concert tonight starts at 7 Eastern time. Yieb.org. Yieb.org. Well, Yossi Zablocki, who we know, of course, in the Hudson Valley Resort and many other places, frankly, the head of destinations by Yossi Zablocki. Um, and by the way, we, we were we were actually supposed to spend Yuntiv with Yossi Zablocki. He was kind enough to offer a uh, a break to Mrs. Siegel and to uh, all those who ended up working very hard to put Pesach together in our home. Unfortunately, that didn't materialize because of uh, something you may have heard of uh, called COVID-19. Anyway, the, the Hudson Valley is going to be, uh, is going to be um, uh, utilized by a group this summer. Uh, this summer, a group is going to be utilizing and using the Hudson Valley Resort. But there's one Shabbos that they're open for guests, and that's this Shabbos. Come experience the Hudson Valley Resort and the changes that Destinations is making to its future. Uh, spend the Shabbos in the country, Phase 3. Yossi, are you there? I am here. Phase 3 is, is already, the Catskill region is in Phase 3, right? They started Phase 3 um, Monday night or, or this morning, um, one or two. Phase 3 means that they're opening their dining room. So you're not going to have a situation where you're at their hotel and your food's being delivered to your room. They're opening their dining room. Obviously, social distancing and masks in the lobby and common areas are still required. But nonetheless, at least you get to eat in a dining room and socialize a little bit. Uh, the Hashkacha this Shabbos under the leadership of Yechiel Steinmetz. Um, it's one Shabbos only this week uh, in the United States. Uh, in the diaspora, it would be Parshas Korach this week only. To reserve, you want to speak with Helene at 845-794-6000, 845-794-6000, or you can email 
destinations613 at yahoo.com. Destinations613 at yahoo.com. Yassi Zablocki, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me. It's always great to be with you. I appreciate that. Great to have you on. Boy, you had a much quieter Pesach and Shavuos than you anticipated, right? Oh, my gosh. I was supposed to run three Pesach programs. Nobody would ever imagine that this would go as wrong as uh, as I guess it did. I mean, I don't know if that's the right expression. but uh, It's a good expression, actually. <laughs> when it came to Pesach plans, things certainly went wrong. There's no question about that. 100%. Any, anybody, 100%. anybody who guessed they were going away guessed wrong, that's for sure. I know in our case, we certainly guessed wrong. Uh, all right, so we get what's happening over the summer. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you were approached by many people to rent out the facility, etc. We know what's happening here uh, in New York State and then the uh, and the um, uh, rush for facilities, um, etc. Uh, but you're actually taking the risk, the gamble, the chance, I don't know what you want to call it, to open this Shabbos. And you're, uh, I mean, it sounds like, except for the whole be careful how you socialize aspect. It sounds like a regular Catskill Shabbos. Would that be accurate? Uh, that's well, sort of accurate. I mean, you'll never guess where I am right now. Where are you? Um, you know, I, 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 I am sitting right now at the Daniel Spa Hotel in the Dead Sea. <laughs> now, this was not this was not planned because I had an interview with it this morning. It just all worked out when we uh, when we were you know texting with each other. Right. But I'm here to check out to see what other hotels are doing. And Israel knows, you know, better than anybody else how to run resort hotels, how to run kosher resorts, and, and they were affected, you know, just like everybody else by COVID-19. Right. So I'm here at the Daniel Spa. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's 10, 12 Dead Sea hotels um, down at the Dead Sea, and only uh, three or four of them are open at the moment. Um, Daniel Spa opened up a few, uh, a couple weeks ago, and they're very busy. They're very busy. They're doing things very carefully. It's an amazing experience watching what they're doing, and I'm studying it because I'm about to open myself. There's hand sanitizers by every elevator. There are hand sanitizers you know, as soon as you walk into the lobby, by the dining room, in the middle of the dining room, every place you look. There's masks by the guard at the front um, who's taking your temperature as you walk in, and he's got masks in case anybody forgot their masks because nobody's being allowed into the lobby without masks. Nobody's being allowed into the dining room without masks. They're, they're doing buffet, which is not exactly our style, but they're doing a buffet where what they've done is they've switched so that the waiters are handing out uh, all the food they, so that they, nobody they, touches it. They spoon it out, so to speak. Nobody else has to ever touch exactly. anything. Oh, you know, and, and they said... Everybody in the dining room approaching the waiters with the food is wearing a mask. And then they, you go back to your table and you take your mask off. You know what's funny about this? They said buffets are not possible. You know, because Vegas and Atlantic City, they want to do their buffets, but what you just described actually would work. I wonder why they haven't gone to that type of system. Yes, he's a block. He's with us. Even with what you just told us, even with what you just told us, if you would implement exactly that system, it really does still sound like, except for the, you know, the, the social policies, it does sound like a regular Catskills Shabbos. Am I right or wrong? That's correct. You know, you're up in the Catskills. It's a great hotel. Hudson Valley is, you know, is an amazing place to be. So it's a big, huge lobby. Nobody's going to feel, you know, stuck yeah. or, you know, too close together. Um, you know, people hang out in the lobby, on the couches. And, you know, yes, it's true. In the couches, when you're in the lobby, you know, we have a policy. You have to be wearing masks. Right. You come to the front desk, 
you have to be wearing masks, social distancing. However, it's still a relaxing experience after being home. I mean, I couldn't wait to get away. I've been trying to go away since, well, since a month before Pesach. Right. For sure, since, you know, during Pesach, I've been dying to get out of my house. I've been in my house for a hundred and, I don't know, 120 days. Right. My kids are all home with me. Um, we didn't even send them back to school once the schools opened up in Israel. Um, and I've been waiting to go away. And as soon as I had the chance, I, I ran out. And I'm not the only one. I'm looking around here. I'm, hit, I'm, I'm by the pool right now, and there's, there's a lot of kids. There's a lot of families. They're clustering more so together within their family structure than you might if you were, you know, prior, pre-COVID-19. But the place is very busy, very busy. I, um, they're I, not using, I'm they're sorry. using every room in the hotel, right. but they're using a lot of them. And I assume your cleaning staff, which is pretty on top of things in general, will be even more on top of things when it comes to common areas like the lobbies, et cetera. Correct, hundred percent. Well, at the moment, we've been cleaning. We've been cleaning for months, so uh, we're ready. <laughs> it sounds like you won't be there this Shabbos. It sounds like you'd still be in Israel. Would that be right? I myself will not be there this Shabbos. Yechiel uh, Lichtenstein, Rabbi Lichtenstein, who often uh, stands yeah. in for me, will be there this Shabbos. Um, uh, Shulam Indig is going to be handling the food operation for Shabbos. So I've got my, and plus I have the staff from the hotel, which is my hotel. Right. So it's very easy to work with the staff of the hotel because they, they do what I say. Listen, so I, it, it's, I, I'm sure other people are, are as curious as I am. And we don't need details and wouldn't be fair for me to ask details, but I'm just curious. Is there a response to this or not? Is there a response, you said? Yeah. I put this out just yesterday. I spent, the entire night answering emails to all the people that were um, very quickly emailing me as soon as I put this out. Um, so people are I desperate really to get out. out. Yesterday. So people are desperate to get out and enjoy people, the... People want to go away. Yeah. People want to go away. Uh, it's not going to be packed. We wouldn't let it be packed. Right. But, you know, we're, we're going to have people there. Um, you know, it's, we're basically going to spend the summer and the next few months setting up the place for our future. We've been making a lot of plans when i was when i was by you last time i started talking about this vision that i had to putting a children's fun park at the hotel right um i never got to execute this on pesach because well for know, obvious COVID-19. Right. but however right after finishing my interview with you i mean not that very moment but in the next few days i ended up buying 17 inflatable bounce houses you know you know different types 17 um, which is not a normal number. We're basically going to call the Fun Park Bounce Planet USA, and it's going to have, I bought 12 spin zone bumper cars, three giant indoor playgrounds, soft playgrounds for the kids, the kind with the slides and the climbing ladders and the ropes, um, three of those, as well as the 17 bounce houses, um, indoor black light uh, bow-in-the-dark miniature golf, all these have been purchased already. We're going to add to it, but these are things that we've bought. We haven't set it all up yet, um, because, you know, everything, you know, you know, went crazy. So we're putting these things together now. But these, this is not like just some idea that I have. This is reality. We're putting it together. And when we finally are able to reopen for good, um, there's going to be a children's fun park, a huge children's indoor fun park at the hotel. Um, ladies and gentlemen, oh, by the way, if you're curious, it was February 18th that you were here. My, how things have changed since then. <laughs> it was <laughs> February the 18th that you and I sat down and we were discussing Pesach and some of the things I'd be doing at the hotel, etc. And boy, oh boy, have times changed. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Hudson Valley, it's the only Shabbos they'll be available this summer. And those of you who, are, who want a pre-4th of July weekend excursion, here's your opportunity. Uh, spend the Shabbos in the country. Phase three up there does mean that they're opening their dining room. Uh, yes, he's going to make sure his staff adheres and make sure that the guests adhere to all the regulations, especially in the common areas where masks have to be worn and people just shouldn't get into other people's faces. That's that takes care of ninety nine percent of the problems when it comes to uh, these uh, uh, when it comes to c- contagious diseases. Just staying out of people's you know space, frankly. Um, and and Yechiel uh, Steinmetz and company, or by Lichtenstein, are all going to be part of the leadership of the event for this Shabbos. One Shabbos only up at the Hudson. Valley Resort. Otherwise, the resort is going to be rented out for the rest of the summer to a separate group. If you want information, you can speak with Helene about this Shabbos at 845-794-6000, 845-794-6000. You can also email Yossi by emailing destinations, that's plural, destinations613 at yahoo.com, destinations613 at yahoo.com. Yussi, I think you're doing a big service for a lot of people. A lot of people just need to get out and need to do something with their family and experience, uh, you know, lunch and dinner in something other than their own dining room. I hope people take advantage of it because I've been going nuts at home. It's, you know, it, it's, I know that people are, you know, concerned. People are a little bit afraid. They're, they're, you know, apprehensive about these type of things. I think we, you know, need to be careful. Yeah. We need to start getting out. I mean, we don't know when this is really going to end for good. Uh, there's a, there's, it's the new normal, and you know people are walking around with face masks. People, yeah. you know, are, are taking better care of themselves, and 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 we have to keep living on a certain level. Yeah, the bottom um, the bottom line is that we are much the, the the fear that we had in March and April, we, the fear of the unknown. Thank God is gone. Now we are much better educated, and as I said about a few things that have happened over the last couple of months, uh, as long as there's no handshakes and you stay out of people's space and out of people's faces. And you you know adhere to social distancing, wear masks, etc. Ninety nine percent of the problem is taken care of. Obviously, there's always a one percent chance of anything crazy happening, uh, but we can't live life like that. If you just adhere to what we know and what the uh, doctors are telling us in terms of the policies and regulations, then thank God everyone should please be uh, healthy and fine, and uh, and and we can move on. Like you said, it's a new normal. We all have to get used to it, and hopefully, we can uh, implement some of the things we are used to, like vacationing in your places um, as uh, all this reopening continues. Um, yeah, yes. I, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I mean, I mean, you know, people are not going to go traveling abroad quite as much. They're not going to be right. taking planes. I understand those concerns. We haven't alleviated those concerns yet. Right. But to spend, you know, so much time staying at home is crazy, and, and this is a good opportunity for people. It's, it's not expensive vacationing. You know, the Catskills used to be where we used to all go. Every Our, our parents, our grandparents used to go all summer long, and maybe this is just the, the time to, to return to vacationing in that form. Maybe after being in the wrong place during Pesach, maybe I'm in the right place right now. <laughs> uh, and the phone number and email I gave out are the best ways to be in touch with you, right? Absolutely. 845-794-6000. Speak with Helene. Destinations613 at yahoo.com is the email address. Yossi Kolakavot, stay well. We'll be in touch. Thank you. I will throw one more thing out yeah. that, you know, even though the summer, I don't know how the rest of the summer is going to play out for everybody, but we will definitely be opening still again for Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, Sukkot Torah, like we always do. We're already planning that all out. I, I, there's, I have no expectation of doing anything but, you know, normal, or next to normal, uh, Catskills, Rosh Hashanah, and Sukkot. 
So, uh, you know, I hope that even those that are still not ready to go away now, hopefully by then people are ready, you know, will be ready to go away. All right. Well, keep us in mind. Maybe our studio will make it up to you for Sukkot since we missed Pesach. Who knows? Thank you very much. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks so much. Jesse's a blocky, everybody. Destination613 at yahoo.com is the email. Tuesday morning, or Shodesh morning at JMN. Big thank you to uh, Ruby and Coach Bobby. What a beautiful comment they made on, uh, on, on the app. I really appreciate it. You can go to the app, the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. And yes, the surgery I'm having Thursday is on my elbow. I keep emphasizing it. I don't want anyone, God forbid, to think it's COVID-related. Thank God. I took the COVID test yesterday, by the way. I'll have the results, I guess, tomorrow. Um, you have to do that now if you want to have surgery. Not that I want to have surgery. You get my point. Uh, so anyway, Thursday, it's Mayor Weingarten. Friday, it's Matis. And um, please, God, I'm back here on Monday. But that's the plan is to go through the surgery on uh, on Thursday on my elbow and um, and take care of that situation. Um, and don't forget, later today, we're on the road. We're back on the road. Brought to you by our friends at Kedem. Today at the, the Central Perk Cafe, Cedarhurst Avenue in Cedarhurst, with live music by Aryeh Kunstler. Wednesday, uh, tomorrow, in front of Sammy's, Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, New Jersey, with music by Johnny Schlagbaum and Morty Weinstein. Um, it's all coming up between 11 and 1, plus the raffle that we'll announce at 11 o'clock. Yoni's actually going to be there to announce how the raffle's going to work. It's a gift card for Tierra Sor VIP wine tasting and dinner for five at the Herzog Winery in California. And we're very much looking forward to that. So there you have it. More coming up. Rosh Chodesh morning. This is JM in the AM.
Leviathan with Miyale. Achenu Yisrael and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Before Leviathan, you heard Derek Achim with Odi Shaman. Aryeh Kunstler with Micha Mocha and Aryeh Kunstler joins us today. Central Perk Cafe, 11 a.m. Eastern time for the live lunch. REA should be there at 12 noon with some great live music. Join us tonight. The Young Israel of East Brunswick concert with Eitan Katz and Shulam Lemmer begins at 7 p.m. Go to yieb.org for the Zoom information, etc., etc. yieb.org. Support us. Go to fjbunity.org. Go to fjbunity.org and support our amazing network. Um fjbunity.org join our spring fundraiser and make it a big success please see you today in the, in Cedarhurst tomorrow morning right here on JM in the AM from our New York City studios have a fabulous Tuesday Rosh Chodesh till tomorrow Nachum Sigal reminding you remember the past live the present and trust the future <laughs>